Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. All right, we're back from the holiday. Yeah. Uh, We're missing Grant. Unfortunately, Grant lost someone in his family, so he will be away attending a funeral this week. So Jimmy and I are flying, flying Grantless, millennialists. I have a question for you. With the fact that you drove me in this morning, it, do you want a daily Luber payment, or is this, or <laughs> is this going to be <laughs> be throughout the week, and you're going to assess the 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 uh, surcharges on top of that? We'll sort it out. Okay. I haven't thought about how this is going to work. I had to go get Jimmy this morning because I need him to do the news. So I had to go grab him on the in the hood. <laughs> Um, coming up today, monkey glory holes. I'm retiring from gambling, and we will talk about millennials. You know what? Grant is a is a millennial and and shows signs of being a millennial. But there's some millennial traits that he doesn't follow. Yes, he's a bit of a hybrid millennial. Um, this one I think he actually falls into. We'll do this later on the show. And with Grant gone, we've got Jimmy taking care of news. So so that should be uh, very well self-explanatory. Yeah, that's that's always entertaining. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Super Bowl on Sunday. We were at Kelly's. If you go to our pre-show post, um, there's a video of... A little maintenance that we had to do. Yeah, we do had to do some morning. cleanup after the fact. Yes. Now, I just want to just say this out loud because there's some people that don't really know what the hell that was all about. We use those for a game that we're not allowed to talk about on the radio, okay? And we play this game when we go out and we do, like, bar gigs. Like yes. Like, we host an event, like Super Bowl at Kelly's on the weekend. So that's that's what that was. Those things were not up inside anybody. But no. they still needed to be cleaned. Yeah, because I lubed them well. Well, was I not allowed to say that? Stop it. Anyway, um, with respect to um, the Super Bowl, here's the thing that I think we need to establish a rule because... The, the shooters thing is is gets you guys in trouble all the time. And me sometimes as well. Whenever we get on the shooters, things just go downhill. And that's and what happens every time we go can on. I, to- can I say this out loud? Like I hate shooters. I hate them. I hate being that weird drunk. It's the mixing thing. I hate puking in my front yard. 
I just, I do. I, 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 I know people are trying to be nice, but I just, I just, I want to establish a rule. I hate tequila. I hate it. I've never liked it. Sambuca makes me want to puke when I smell it. Like, I just, listen, you don't have to buy us a drink. We love you. I love, there was a round of shoot. Jimmy didn't know his name by halftime, right? I was handing out, like, literally, we had 14 people bring by shooters. And I know this sounds like we're, I, I, I hate being the guy that's bitching about that because people are so nice and they just, they want to have a drink with us. But is there something else? Can we establish some other thing? I don't know, a high five, a reach around. I, I don't know, something other yeah. than, Yeah, I hate. do you know I, what I mean? I hate being your designated shooter. Listen, uh, yeah, Grant had a bunch of mine too. You had a bunch of mine. Grant was passed out before the game ended. Like I don't even remember. Just, I don't even we remember. We just they... get trashed at these things. Somebody it... brought Frangelico. What is wrong with you? Nobody drinks that. I don't even know why that gets sold. It smells like shoes. <laughs> and I know it sounds. It sounds. Am I? Do I sound ungrateful? No, I think it because. That's a conversation we have every time, uh, like on our anniversary shows and all this other kind of stuff. We say no shots, and then everybody brings us shots anyway. But I think and you feel to- bad. Like I feel bad. Like uh, I don't want that. I'm sorry because the guy's like, "Well, what do you mean? Just a shot, Tate?" Like I. But as soon as you say to yes to one guy, then you're doing 27 shots, and and you don't remember if you got into an Uber or were dragged behind it. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Yeah, and again, I know it's it makes us sound so it makes me sound like such a dick. And you guys, Jimmy can't say no, so he's like boom, boom, boom. Grant can't say no, boom, boom, boom. I was like trying to avoid them, so I was giving them to Trevor. Showed up that big guy. I must have given him about four or five shots as well. Yeah, because like, uh, I went home relatively sober. What am I? I was just drinking beer. One of my friends were at the. Uh, at the bar after the game was over and kind of made reference to me as the walking dead um because oh uh, dude you were lo- you were and I love it because previous to we had the conversation before the super bowl and grant even said it I'm going to try you know but, like I'm yeah, trying not to get have two beers he was he was four beers in before I got there I know I think he was downtown by himself drinking somewhere and then Jimmy was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm, I was thinking I'm taking it easy. I'm probably not going to do shooters. Like I said, he didn't know his name before Rihanna. Do you even remember Rihanna? A little bit. <laughs> anyway, I love I, I love you guys. I do. I truly do. It just, I'm going to, I think I'm going to make up merch. I'm going to make up a shirt that says, please, no shooters. Three, two, one. The Locker Rooms, Midget at the Movies. I shall call him Mini. Me represent the I will not be ignored. It's like Midget at the Movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch on the weekend for Midget at the Movies with the six degrees of separation? Honey. Anyway, when you get in touch with Honey Daniels, you call me. You, you need to call MC Hammer, let him know you're stealing his stuff. All right, so... This was because we watched 
the love guru and Jessica Alba was in that. And yeah. then we picked Honey. And what did you think? Okay, it was actually an okay movie. I, I didn't mind it. It was very chick flicky. Like there was a lot of like romance this and that and the other thing. <laughs> romance um, this, and romance and, that. But it was the the dance scenes are great. I I'm a huge uh, Jessica Alba fan. I'm actually kind of disappointed in myself. I haven't seen it to this point. Uh, I remember this movie because my daughters were in dance. Yeah, so it was one that we definitely watched. I don't really remember. Was it still the? Was it the same premise as the? I'm trying to think of the other. Yeah. Was it, it kind of had a bit of a flash dance kind of story? Kind of like they were doing funding for this uh, rec center kind of thing for kid for okay, for yeah. inner city kids. That's that's right, and and they were that kind of thing, and they were trying to show that these kids that were getting into trouble. If they were given uh, a vet, uh, like an avenue to release their energy through dance, <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Okay. So, what did you give it? How many buttered cobs of Tabor corn? I gave it a four out of five. Really? That I'd good? Like, I'm I a find, Jessica Alba fan. Okay. Um, I find her acting. I shouldn't say. I'll just leave it. At, I, I find a, I find her hard to watch. I, she's such a. She's very pretty. Uh, I she's I think she's an awful actress. You can think what you think. Four for Honey. Four. All right, so the clip that we just played had Missy Elliott in it, and we decided that we were going to go with Missy Elliott, and she's in very few movies. So yeah. give me a rundown of the of the movies that Missy Elliott as so, has as soon been as in. I mentioned uh, to you and Grant, you guys both jumped on Pootie Tang. Um, there isn't many other movies with her. So she it. was in Pootie Tang? Yeah. Okay. And you don't mind watching that for next week? Whether I mind or don't, you guys usually, that doesn't bother All right. Me. Next week's Midget at the Movies. Pootie Tang. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. All right. I fixed it. All right. But it churns on the street, not so discreet, under skies all snow is serene. I can't help but see a cornfest indeed, so we hust the cops all clean. The flyer here says summer, but it's winter that I'm in. Winter Tabor Cornfest, man, and it's a real scene. Oh, man. There's something wrong with it. <laughs> Jimmy's wrong. What's wrong? What's going on? You lied and said this isn't real. She said ain't hey, north, you south. Shut your big mouth, you can't have the peaches and cream. <laughs> ain't got no table, sweet corn, ain't got no souvenirs. Janice has been lying to us all these bloody years. Look at that. Oh, really? Winter Corn Fest is a thing. No, it's not. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. For some strange reason, I I was thinking about this on the weekend. 
why did we get into betting? Like, what? We were going to do a bit where we were kind of betting and seeing who can uh, win oh, the most money. Stupid idea. I know, especially with the fact that I, do I got you, all my money back. Because everybody says to me, everyone always goes, uh, if you're betting and it, you're into the game, it stresses me out. I'm. It's like video games. It's like Grant goes, oh, man, I, I get so relaxed playing video I do not. I like. I feel adrenaline coursing through my body when I'm playing video games. It is not enjoyable for me at at all. Like I, it's not. This is that's not downtime to me. Like, I can feel my heart rate just like me with video games. It's relaxing to a point until you lose a bunch of times and you're like, okay, I'm done with this, and then so. Jimmy and I, for whatever reason, it doesn't matter. We started betting. We downloaded apps. Like I got apps on my phone now. Like I, so I'll tell you what happened. I like I'm retiring. I'm I'm not gambling, and I I already knew this about me that I can't gamble because no matter what I say, it just goes completely you, the opposite direction. You and I are very similar in the fact that we are very addictive personalities. We it's get not into even it. that. No, no, hold on. I, I'm not going to get addicted to gambling. I never no. will. Um, the thing about it is, is that if I actually think something's going to happen in a sporting event, the polar opposite will always happen. I've known this for years, so I don't know why I thought it was a good idea to go on one of these stupid apps and start betting. I mean, I could go for the sure thing every time and automatically, I'll give you a scenario. Let's paint a, a nice little pretty picture for everybody. Okay, I put 20 bucks on this thing a couple of weeks ago. Lost it all. Then we were going up into the Super Bowl weekend and Jimmy and I were going to bet on, on, on the Super Bowl. So I went in and I put 30 bucks on my bet 365. And I was going to make a couple of bets on the weekend because the Oilers were playing on the weekend, right? And somebody said, you have to go and you have to make a bet every day that McDavid's going to win. Do an anytime bet because it's guaranteed. Like the guy, he scores in every game. So you're going to make a couple of bucks every time. It's a sure thing. So I, t I got busy on Saturday morning and I missed the Ottawa game, but I was recording it. So I didn't make a bet on the Ottawa game, Okay. I turn it on in the afternoon when I actually got all my stuff done in the morning and I'm watching it downstairs making lunch. Boom. Three minutes into the game, McDavid scores. So keep in mind, I did not bet on the Ottawa game and I did not put an anytime goal scorer on McDavid. So I wasn't going to make the same mistake. They're playing the hopeless Habs on Sunday morning at 1030. I get up early, I'm making breakfast, I'm sitting there eating my eggs, I pull up my bet 365, and I'm like, all right, 10 bucks, McDavid, anytime goal, 10 bucks, Oilers to win. All right. McDavid doesn't score. The Oilers get pumped by the, 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 the worst team in the NHL, the Montreal Canadiens. They get beat in Montreal by the Habs. I lose 20 bucks. Boom. Out the door. Philadelphia Chiefs. That's a bit of a coin toss, but I bet on the Eagles. Okay? So I lost another $10. 30 bucks. Gone. 
I'm not betting anymore. I'm retiring. Okay, and plus, I, I had to I, pay you $10 because we made a, a bet off the so, app. So when we started this betting thing, we both put in $20 right at the very beginning. I lost I it right bet, away. I bet on one game, on the one NFL game, which I lost the 10 bucks. And and then I bet on the – I have no idea how I won the money, but I won it. Um, for the Super Bowl, I bet – and well, you bet on Kansas City. So you yeah, got, but you it's pro- somehow I did some kind of, I don't know how I did it, but I ended up winning twenty bucks. So the so twenty dollars money back. So the twenty dollars I started with, I still have. You should get out. Get out now. Take your money and run. We should. We both. No, you and I see, both need see to not gamble. See, you're now addicted that, now that to you're, it, and I will lose every no, time. So, what I want to do. So, why don't we continue on this betting thing? No. And whatever you bet. I'll do the exact opposite, oh, and then I'll buy. Then I'll buy you lunch when, you know. No, I don't like this. It just stresses me out. I anyway. I'm like. I this. actually, I should provide a service to people, though. I should say, okay, at this such and such a time, I'm going to make my predictions for the sporting events this weekend. And then I tell everybody what they're going to be. I won't put any money down, but everybody can just go ahead and and decide, like, just complete, do the complete opposite. I'll make everybody Cause, rich. Because that's originally what we planned on doing, but and then we decided to make it more complicated. Anyway, I'm out of gambling. Uh, just, I've, I've retired. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Someone tagged me on social media with this video. Um, she's Canadian. I don't know her name. Her name isn't in her social media tag, uh, but she's living in Australia right now, and she put this up on uh, on her TikTok and Instagram, and it's about what you drive. And so she's commenting on what men drive and 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 what it means about them. Okay, so here's the audio. This is what a guy's car says about him. You cannot change my mind on this. This is based on scientific evidence. Ladies, take note. If he's going to pick you up in one of these, he is never going to take you to dinner, but he will take you to Taco Bell. If he drives any type of BMW, you can rest assured he's run over at least one family and kicked at least one puppy on his morning commute. That man is evil. Do not get in the car with him. He is not the one. If he drives a Volkswagen Golf GTI, he probably thinks he's the shit and like a super good driver. But it's just because he can't actually afford a WRX. If he drives a Porsche Cayenne or any type of luxury SUV, this man is a serial killer, a surgeon, or a 48-year-old white woman. If he rides a Harley Davidson, um, ask him about his second family because he probably has one. And if he drives like a Subaru Forester... It's me! like a Subaru Impreza. He is a lesbian. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> Who knew? He's got 10 years of high school and most of university most educated member of the show. And now, and now Jimmy, explains. Jimmy explains. So the unidentified object that was shot down 10 miles uh, off the frozen coast of Alaska on Friday, the U.S. military pilots that were actually sent to examine it all have conflicting uh, accounts of what they experienced. So therefore, the the uh, Pentagon has uh, been cautious on releasing all the details. Uh, the object which uh, they characterized like a balloon, some pilots said that it interfered with their sensors as well as um, some of the pilots uh, 
didn't experience it interfering with their sensors and some pilots said that they couldn't find a propulsion system on it so but it was still able to cruise at 40,000 feet so the so the thing is though with the uh, conflicting uh, accounts of it it's just it's I know where you're going because you have the alien music on um it's could be something top secret like as everybody said you know it could be it could be chinese it could be russian it could be anybody else because they all have top secret experiments that they're working on different types of uh, uh aircraft the same as the americans they have like your stealth technology and all this you don't all know what it is hence top secret so it's easily to explain that this is something that the Chinese or Russians are actually sending this way to see if it would be shot down. And it was. So it's easily to explain. So I'll just because they aren't able me, to identify it. Let me just catch everybody up. This was shot down by an American jet. With the permission from the Canadian government. Yes. Justin Trudeau spoke about it this weekend. Okay? Yes. When it was first reported, they were saying it was a balloon. And then word got out that it wasn't a balloon, that it was more of a metallic object. Like some of the objects that were in those videos that were released the last couple of years from the Pentagon down in the States. But the thing is, though, well, is you I'm, do... This is a Jimmy Explains, not a Locker Explains. I'm just... All I'm saying is... It I could be ask, a metallic I'm balloon. Asking, I'm asking you a question. Okay. Okay. You honestly don't think that this is alien? It's... There's no proof either way. The thing is, with, with the technology... The, the Chinese, the Russians, they could be working on a different type of uh, project, uh, like a craft. With no propel... With, with, with no visual, visible propulsion on it. It didn't say it didn't have. It had no visual propulsion on it. So, just because you can't identify it doesn't mean it's not technology from somewhere here such as Russians, Chinese, whatever. So you think that the China has some kind of a craft? Do you know every type of a craft that the Americans no, have? No. No. Do you know every type of craft that the Russians have? No. So there is experimental you're craft that they're you're working on. You're 100% convinced there's no doubt in your mind whatsoever that this is not a UFO from an alien planet. 100%. All right. I'm as confident that it isn't as you are that it is. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Okay. You can be wrong. You can be wrong. You are wrong. No. It was an alien craft. You're wrong. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. We don't have a name? I don't have a name. Okay. Hello? Hi, what's your name? Patrick. Patrick, you texted in about the Jimmy Explains and that aircraft that was shot down by the Canadian government. 
even though you can't explain whether or not it's Russian or China because you don't know what they have for spacecraft, you also don't know what the aliens have. Exactly! But the thing is, is it's easier to explain whether or not it's Russian or China because they're here. Why? Because how... No one's taking ownership of it. What happened the when they is, shot? Is why what, would what they? What happened they when they shot invite. down the balloon? What happened when they shot down the balloon? China immediately said, "That's our property." Yep. Yeah, they but did. it's just that they don't want to be caught again with their pants down. No, they don't want to be caught and admit to being invading our space again. So you're telling me the Chinese is just going to ignore the fact that Canada shot down one of their? They're just not going to ad- admit that it's theirs. Would you, if you they were invading totally somebody did. else's airspace, would they you? They just did. We just, we have, we have Yeah, a, but they evidence. did it again. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right. You guys have a good day. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. All right. We finally got the pink shirt day page up at 957cruisefm.ca. So if you go to our webpage, there's all the information about it. Kids help phones involved this year. There's information about them, how to uh, buy a pink shirt. Yeah, how to sign up for the pink shirt day uh, broadcast, broadcast. Which is, by the way, which is Wednesday, February 22nd at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. There's no boundaries on this. We can do it. We can pipe it into your school anywhere in the country. Actually, I think we even had a class in the States last year that signed up for it. Yeah, because it's it's on it's online, so yeah. you should be able to get it everywhere. Jimmy will be interviewing a panel, and again, you need to pre-register for this. So if you're a teacher and you're interested in your class seeing this, or you're a place of work and you're interested in taking part, there's going to be a heavy emphasis this year on uh, bullying online because we got a couple of guests, panelists that have dealt with that. Also, there's going to be a um, a huge component where kids can turn to for help as well um, yeah. with respect to the fact that kids help phones involved. We'd love you to buy a pink shirt if you can. All right, there's a link to the to the to to buying a shirt on the on the landing page at 95.7 Cruise FM. And like I said, we want you to sign up ahead of time so that we know to send you the link so that you can take part in the broadcast. Yeah, exactly. Like, and if you need the link directly, I can send it right to you, or you can That's go to uh, 95.7 Cruise FM. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Melanie, why are you here? Uh, our latest candles with a cause. We're going to be doing um, uh, uh, proceeds from this one is going to go to the Ben Stelter foundation so oh little yeah. ben so we're really really excited about this one he was just such a joy and he um even without knowing him i've never met him but i feel like i feel like i know him just in talking with his family and things yeah. i've read and so i thought what better way than to support uh kids with cancer so that's their charity of choice so if you buy a candle one of the that are you putting in a three pack like you yep. did with ours yeah we're working on the box now so if you buy one of these three packs the money raised will go towards the ben um, stelter foundation foundation yep. okay and yep. again it's it, it's directed towards kids with cancer so research yep. and and yep. things like that right yep. and these smell good not like ours yeah, yeah. ours <laughs> were awful yeah yeah anyway uh so I'm going to try to guess the smells. Okay. They're, they're his three favorite candies. Yeah, three of the three of his favorite things. Yeah. Okay, awesome. All right, so this one, I'm not going to look at the, the labels. Is that peach? Yep. Okay, all right, that smells really good. Peach rings, yep, that's one. Oh, wow. Okay, I got that one. So far, so good. Let one for one. Let's see if I can guess the other one here. Or right, there's two more. Yeah. Okay, all right. 
Oh, that's bubblegum. Yes, it is. Okay. What's this one called? Uh, La Bamba Bubblegum. Okay. La Bamba! Yeah. Say La Bamba! Yeah. Oh, awesome. This is a great idea. Thank you. Yeah, it was... Good for you, Mel. Okay, and then this is the last one. Yep, that's his sister's oh, that's favorite. Chocolate. Yep, so that's um, his sister's. Okay. That's their favorite. All right. Yeah, you can really tell. Yeah. You know what? Um, my wife, um, she, we we took a can. We had fish one night, and um, she said we got to light a candle. So I didn't say anything because I didn't want to tell her. I didn't want her to get in um, a um, preconceived, a, a preconceived notion. Yep. notion. Yep. And you had given us one of those Nickelback can- candles. Oh yes, yeah, the nickel snap yep. ones. And I, um, so I took it down and I sort of put it in the corner and I lit it and I didn't say anything, right? We're a little sense, uh, sensitive in our house. Yep. So fish bothers us and we don't like candles very often, but, uh, but we like fish. So anyway, but it was smelling up the, 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 the kitchen and I lit it and she goes, what is this? this is just lovely. Aww. I didn't think she would like the uh, the the Nickelback candle, but she really did. Yeah, it, and it it's got kind of it's not what you would expect, and I did not expect to, to. And even Grant said that too. Grant and Michaela have one too, and they've been lighting it, and they said that it's awesome. Yeah, so, so it's a nice little sort of like background. Yeah, yeah. these and these I look. Yeah, these are going to be a these are going to be a huge seller. So peach rings. Yep. We've got La Bamba Bubble Gum. Awesome. You got nice little cute little labels on them. And then Center Ice Chocolates. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah. Great cause. Yeah. So part of the, the uh, Ben Stelter Foundation is their four pillars. They're, um, so they do research. Yeah. Um, and they're also going to do like magical experiences for kids, like okay. Disneyland or things like that. Yeah. Uh, philanthropy and research. So uh, I found out when talking to Mike, um, the dad. Yep. Ben's dad, yeah. Yes, Mike and Leah. That of all the money raised for cancer through the Cancer Foundation, only 5% goes to kids' cancer. Yeah, that's So a, I thought, wow, we've got to, you know, I just to be that. a small part of this. Yeah, I mean, these kids, these kids deserve better than 5%. I agree so, with you. Yeah, for yeah, sure. So we're just working on a few details. We're going to, you <laughs> know, really strip down on shipping and we've got to get a box. So we hope to launch them in the next couple of weeks. Okay, well, let us know as soon as they're available because yep, people are going to want to to get their hands on these candles. Yep. Okay, excellent. Thank you, Mel. Thank and you. And that's from Prairie Rose Candle Company. Um, if you do a search for it, you guys are based at a, uh, uh, Sherwood Park. Sherwood Park, yep. Uh, but you're, it's, a, it's an at-home business, so it's yep. an online thing. Yep. And I know a lot of people were ordering them, and it's pretty slick, right? And yep. um, and we'll, we'll have those up. As soon as they're up on the page, we'll let people know Perfect. so they can buy and uh, get some money towards this. Uh, this Ben Stetler. Stelter. Uh, Stelter. Yeah. Fund. Thank you for coming down. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Oh. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I think even millennials are aware that they're a problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there are some millennials that are also in denial that they're millennials. That's a good point. That's a good point. You run into them every once in a while, right? Um, we work with one. So we're... We're well aware of the traits of millennials. We call Grant, who, by the way, is not here this week because he's got a death in the family, so he's back in Saskatchewan for a uh, for a funeral. Um, we're well aware that Grant is a hybrid millennial. He has some traits of a millennial, but then he doesn't. He has like he's hardworking, like which yeah. just goes against the, the totals. <laughs> so there's a new study. 
about uh, millennials. So millennials, what's the age group again? It's something like it's like twenty-seven to forty-one or something like that. They make up twenty-seven percent of the Canadian population, which is pretty significant when you really think about it. And half of the millennial population in the last year has declared bankruptcy. In the last year, one year, half of the 20% of our population has gone completely bankrupt in one generation gap. Like, that's unheard of. It's 27 to 42. 27 to 42? I was close. I think I said 27 to 41 or something like that. So anyway... That's a that is they're so bad with money that that's a massive part of the population, and the interesting thing about this and this wasn't in the study that I read. So forty nine percent declared bankruptcy, so that's half of them. The other half didn't have to because they're living at home. Yeah, that was a joke. You're supposed to laugh after I make a joke. Oh, that I didn't find it funny. So. You didn't get it. No, I get it now. Okay. Thanks, thanks for letting me know. You're a lot of work. This is Show Local Some Love with Dale from Jeff's Auto Glass. How often do you get called Jeff, Dale? I'd say about 50% of the time. <laughs> so I, I pretty much answer the phone now with, uh, that I'm AKA Jeff. <laughs> AKA, because I think That's I smart. sent you an email asking, <laughs> uh, hey, Jeff, when's good for you? And then you responded back with, uh, next week's good. Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah, the- when you uh, when you purchase a business that's been in uh, that's been around since 1983, you can't really change the name. No. All right. Is there a good time to replace your windshield? You know, a lot of people tend to wait until spring, but there's really in Alberta, it really doesn't matter. You can change your windshield at any time. What is a gift of a windshield? Basically, you know, a lot of family members they on a, on occasion like to. Uh, gift their kids a windshield so they'll just give them a gift certificate for birthdays or christmas or oh, okay. any time really that would be an awesome gift actually that is a to great, get a new windshield that's a great yeah. gift yeah because it's one yeah, of those so, things you put off and put off and put off right yeah yeah so Especially j- if you're a kid you know normally you don't have a lot of funds anyway so yeah if you get a uh, gift of a windshield for your parents it's always nice yeah it's something you probably might not do yourself when you're younger but if if you get a gift from one it keeps you safe and- beautiful idea so, Dale, you mentioned you bought Jeff's. It's been around a long time, and it's a family-owned business, right? That's correct. We've been around since 1983, serving the north side, northwest side of Edmonton. Yeah, I bought it about four years ago, and we've been going along ever since. You guys obviously hire local as well. One thing that comes up when people are talking about windshields, Dale, is the chip repair. And people probably don't know whether or not a chip is a full replacement or if it's something that can be repaired just individually. Can they bring something by? Yeah, of course. Any time you have a, a chip that you have a question about, we can definitely take a look at it and give your opinion. Now, a rule, good rule of thumb is if the chip is or the jam, the total damage is larger than a loony, you're probably looking at replacement because the material won't won't inject far enough out past the loony to, to do a proper fix. Uh, how can people find you? We're located at 15047, 118th Ave in Edmonton. Beautiful. Thank you for this, Dale. I just about called you Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> that is show local some love. Make sure you check out Jeff's Auto Glass.